You already know what it is, your boy Benz alongside Christina. We have a Spark Up Podcast. We're back again, episode 127. What's going on, everybody? Episode 127. We're back. Hey. We always say we're back when we leave. We just might as well not say we're back because we leave and we always we, come back. We didn't go nowhere, though. We've always been here. And we know that, you, we, uh, that y'all missed us. We missed you, too. But life has been... Really, really, really busy. I cannot wait for this uh, year to be over. I can't wait for Christmas so that everything can kind of like feel like it stopped and we can regroup because I feel like it's been like event after event, birthday after birthday. And so, yeah, so here we are. Very eventful for the last few months, actually. Yeah. Ever since like, I would even say like April, ever since April, things have been just rolling and rolling and rolling. But now we're back and it's November, it's the first of the month I think the last time we were in this studio to record an episode was probably like End of June? June? No, it was not no end of June, it was like August I think It was, man, I don't even know, hold on, let me look Time's flying by well, Let me see <laughs> Time's been flying by, so like, I can't Oh yeah, since time. August when we sat down with Tyshawn and then the last official episode was in August, August 10th, episode 125. So, but here we are. And it's the first of the month. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Why does everybody get so excited for the first of the month? Because first of the month is um, lower income families get, you know, the, the, the um, food stamps. I mean, the yeah, but that's it. Go, go out. Mm. But honestly, the first month is just a first of the month yeah i'm it's never been anything special but obviously the first of the month if you're black and the first of the month comes you already know you have the bone thugs and harmony song in your head so i mean today on on the ride to work that's what i put for my story you're such a bird like that is such a bird thing to do trendy you're um what's it called no no no, no. What do they call, call that? You're a hype beast. There I'm we go. A hype beast. That's what wow. you are. Yeah, because why are you playing that song on the first of the month? That song is not. Oh well, I never really cared for that song. I mean, but that's, that's just not, me. That's not my favorite Bone Thugs and Harmony song, but I still play it. Even even you play it on the first of the month. <laughs> <laughs> like a not always. Horn. Not always. Some, sometimes, sometimes. Today mm-hmm. was just that day. I was, you know. The little corn I have in me came out. If you little corn, you're a corn thief, so I'm sure you have a lot of corn (laughs) in your system. But (laughs) being that it is November, I just also wanna talk about a little bit about seasonal depression. This year, I have not experienced it. I think it's the first year, probably ever since the last time I can remember. But I know a lot of people get sad because. It gets darker, like Maybe sooner, outside. like at five forty-five. The sun be going down out of nowhere. People be home by six. People be home night. by six in the dark, but people have been always been home by six. You could still be outside if you want, but people choose to be saddened by the darkness. And I'm like, you know, it's also time to save for them presents. That's what I'm saying. That's what really is the stress. Like my bank account don't got enough in it to go around for everybody. That's where the stress really comes in. It's the the pressure of having to buy presents for Christmas. 
And I just want everybody to know right here, if you're listening to this in your family, you're not getting a gift. I'm sorry. I'm not doing it hey, this year. Don't give me a gift. I wasn't planning on it. No, no. Just letting you know right now. I, I'm telling you I'm right now, I was not planning for it. You know, the thing about when I get a gift, I feel obligated to give a gift back. Give a gift back. Yeah, me too. I like to give gifts, but I can't put myself under that mental pressure. I, like for my sanity, I can't do it. So this year, if if I can, I'll give a gift to like my mom, obviously my daughter, who is having this whole discussion about if Santa Claus is real. But if she doesn't think that Santa Claus doesn't exist, then she just won't get any gifts. <laughs> But yeah, so um, everybody keep your head up out there, even though the sun isn't shining anymore as bright as it used to and the weather is cold as hell and it's been raining. So I can understand why people get sad, but like you got to shape up, you got to hang on. It's we're almost there at the finish line. The year is almost over. I I don't I don't even understand how we got here this fast, but we did, and it's about to be twenty twenty two, and I'm ready. In, in like a blink of an eye. Literally, it was twenty nineteen, and then twenty twenty two. I don't even remember twenty twenty. Yo, that's crazy. I just tried. <laughs> you try to remember something it's and like you can't. Bl- it's a blur. It's crazy. It's like, you know that the the gif of the the little black boy with the braids, and he's like. Blown away That's how I feel About <laughs> this whole Like the last two years But I also want to talk about Insecure I know that you don't watch Insecure Because you're a hater yeah. And you're going to get your black car revoked For that Because Insecure is back With his fifth and final season I'm not going to talk about it Because I can talk about it Obviously But Also I don't want to give any spoilers I hate when people are watching something And They spoil it for you Just off the strength of being excited Like It's already two weeks old Like But who cares I haven't watched it So don't talk about it You know You know that's just Inconsiderate people Yeah it's bad evil Like just let me enjoy my shit by myself so I did watch both episodes. I watched the first, the second episode this morning, and it's good. I'm excited, but also I'm 30 now. <laughs> be, 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 be. Thirty wow. thirty. Welcome. I give myself a round of applause. Yes, thank you so much. Everybody's asking me, "What does 30 hey, feel hey, like?" Hey. Christina. How does how does it feel to be dirty? <laughs> you know what? To be honest, do your knees work? My knees still work. Um, everything still works. Do you forget that I know what you do before you walk out the house? Yeah, it's called stress, mom life. Like I've been, <laughs> I think I was thirty before I was thirty. Like Jeez. my back been hurting for due to pregnancy. So nothing has really changed. Just like. Now I'm trying to just refine myself, like take all the mistakes I did in my 20s and apply those lessons to my 30s. And I'm going to do everything that I didn't get to do in my 20s and my 30s. Okay. So if you see me outside acting up, mind your business. What didn't you do in your 20s? 
Now I'm curious. What are you going to do in your 30s that you didn't do in your 20s? That's a good question. I feel like you're supposed to be traveling. I feel like you're supposed Where, to be. All right. I'm going to give you a flight ticket right now. Where are you flying out? Right quick, now? Quick, quick, quick. To Ghana. To, okay. That's my dream place. But all it's right. expensive, so. Now let's, will, will you go on a cruise? I've been on a cruise before. I'm not well, too excited about going back on one. I'm not rushing to it. So it's a hell no? No, nah, if it's free, I'm going. But to be paid, eh, I feel like I could do something else with that okay, money. That's fair. But the cruise is like a resort. Everything is right there. The only thing about it is that the food is ugh, subpar. But also, I'll eat pizza and burgers. So I'll survive pretty much anywhere. But yeah, I want to travel. I want to... Go to the Howard homecoming. I know that that's like something for young people, but I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do it. I need to be amongst the blacks. I need to feel culture and do things that I I didn't do because I was broken just because I was scared to. So I'm jumping off the cliff Okay. on a lot of things. And same, that's it. Same, same. There's no pressure. I know people like by 30, you want to have a house, you want to do this, you want to pay off your loans. But to fit the needs of other people? Yeah, but also like people think because you're 30, it's like, oh, I'm grown now. I should have my shit together. But like, Um, even grown people don't. But that's what I'm saying. They're shit together. I'm okay. No, I'm not okay with not having my shit together, but I'm okay with knowing that right now I don't. Not that I'm saying I'm okay with it because I want my shit to be right. But it is what it is, man. You just got to keep rolling and keep making it do what it do. And I'm 30. Like that. Wow, keep, that's keep crazy. Rolling. Just I'm keep 30. it rolling. You sound wiser already. Just Look at me. that. Just keep it I rolling. I know. I should like write keep a book. Keep it rolling. Come on. That's what I'm going to do too. More. I'm going to write more. No. Let me... Christina in I've been writing. More. I'm going to share my writing. Now we can relate a little closer. Boy, bye. The closer I get to like older, the closer you get to older. Er. No, I think I'm reverting. Nah. I'm getting younger. I'm not sure. I'm getting younger. You feel younger? I feel fully youth. <laughs> fully youth? You mean fully young? What makes you feel younger? I don't know. The energy. I've been getting a lot of energy, to be honest. From? From everyone. The energy's been crazy. I hate that you talk like you have this secret life. Like, it's not a secret. Nah, it's not a secret life. It's just... So share. The regular persons can't relate. You're a regular person. You know I'm, that. I'm a regular person, but I know it sounds crazy the way I'm saying it, but... It doesn't if sound you, crazy at all. It just sounds like you're trying to be mysterious for no reason. Nah, the thing. All right, so it's not a mystery. I went to a Lalifaz concert and I was front stage. Now, it's different for photography. For, for photography, but it's different when you experience what the artist is experiencing, looking the opposite way, the whole concert. Mm-hmm. So you get a different feeling. It's not the same. So just all that cheering, all that energy, you absorb that. Especially I'm already an energies person, so just think of all that energy. Yeah. It's kind of addicting, I'm not going to lie. 
But the energy yeah. was They weren't screaming for They uh, wasn't Arguing <laughs> They wasn't screaming for me But still But still Like it's If you're facing their direction They're cheering Your direction So the you, mind no. The mind Hold on The way the mind works You thought it, it was for you No it, 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 You can't decipher Who it's for you you know who it's for, but your mind tells you feel, that it's for you. Feels the same energy the person receiving it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think everybody like feels that into, energy. If you walk into a room and everybody started clapping, coincidentally, and it's not even for you, you're gonna be like, "Hey, ha!" Like you know what I mean? No, no. it depends. But in, but people in concerts, put this to the you don't have one to day, be on stage day. though to feel that energy. Everyone in the crowd feels that energy. No, absolutely, but it's a different. You're receiving it differently. No, I think it's the same because no, it's not for you. you. <laughs> obviously, obviously, this is not for me. But what I'm saying, when you you're you're in you're in the you're interrupting the connection, the direct connection. If you wanted to be, you know, on some. Are you hat. microphone one? I want to turn it off. Because what are you talking about right now? Everyone feels that energy. That's the best part of a concert is sh- all that sure, noise. But, but you don't have to be different. on stage to experience that. So why is, is it that, different? That is different from... It's different when they're screaming the for you. <laughs> you thought they're they were screaming nah, for nah. you. <laughs> that'll be dope. I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. Like, that'll be amazing. But like you receive it the same way. You're, you're, like, I know it's not for me, but my brain yes, still feels... We're saying the same the, thing. The excitement from... Everybody looking your way and even just cheering. <laughs> it sounds crazy, but it doesn't sound crazy. But you're making it seem like there's a difference. It doesn't matter where so, you are. To in me, that there's a, there's definitely a difference. Have you ever been to a big concert like that? Yes. For, for who? Um, Revolution. That's not as that big was, as that no, one. That was it's like five thousand people. The the jet the festival. Yeah. Oh wow! It's still big. Like you're not receiving it the same way because you're looking towards the artist, so you're part of the people cheering. Yes, but, but the energy the is opposite, the same. You receive it differently. I'm telling you. Okay, I'm telling you. It's, so you've it's been cool. on stage pretending that the the <laughs> no, no <laughs> don't don't it for you. <laughs> wow. No, don't make it seem like that neither. Like I don't want to. I don't want to take anybody's credit. Yeah, like it's so much different when you're on the opposite end. I'm like on the opposite end for of sure. what? For sure, there's a difference. <laughs> okay, you're looking at me like yo. I'm not. I'm crazy. not. Looking, I don't think you're but crazy. Yo, I just think it, it's funny yo. that you thought that the cheering was for you. No, <laughs> see now you're making stories up. <laughs> I would never take no, somebody's credit rumors. like that, but. But you know what I mean? It's it's a different energy. I'm telling you right now. I mean, I would I can't imagine what that's like. So I guess I don't understand. I guess I'm a peasant. I never Is that said what you're that. saying? The rest of us, because you said regular people can't relate. And I didn't mean it in a in a condescending way. Like I'm not trying to talk down on somebody. You know what I mean? It's you think everything's so literal? It's just uh, the thing is that. The regular person being just a spectator on the show doesn't feel the energy the people working on the show feel. I it's guess. a completely different energy. Mm-hmm. Like you're running up to the to the people that can let you in. You gotta there's a lot a lot of moving parts. So you have like a pass. 
Yeah, like you flash your. Pads. You still have it? I don't. You're not a memorabilia guy. You don't I'm, save things I'm like not. for keepsakes. I'm not a hoarder. I wouldn't call that hoarding, but I don't care bit. for mem- like unless it's signed. You don't say like movie ticket stubs, or, like see like just posters. I like okay. posters, so if it's a po- poster, maybe like if I want a trophy somewhere. Well, yeah, obviously. Sure. But otherwise, no. You never save a ticket stub. You never save barely concert barely. tickets. Barely, and I've been told like, "Yo, you should start um collecting your your passes." Yeah, by photographers, but I don't care about that. You know why? Because the thing is, I don't care about those things. I care about the bigger moment. You know, would be dope. Now that I'm thinking about it, but you can't do it with this one because you threw it away. Save it and like make a wall. That would be fire. No, doesn't work for me. Okay, well, you know, it, 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 you know, you know the feeling I get from that. You know the the the, the videos with. It's usually like scary movies or like no, when they're collecting the clues, the clothes, the or when or they're the like here's you got this here, this you know what I mean, and then they stand back like it's putting it all together, <laughs> a shrine. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not that guy. Oh, I, like, I don't care for those things. Like for me, I care about the moment. Okay, like the, the moment I capture, like. For me, that's that's it. enough. The picture is enough. Yeah, the picture is everything for me. Well, all right. Well, I guess I'm a hoarder then because I be saving all the things, movie hey, tickets. I ain't got nothing against you if you're hoarding tickets. memories. You know. Yeah. Everybody got to save stuff. their memories a certain way. I have all my J Cole tickets. All every concert I've been to, I still have the tickets, even though now it's on the phone. Do you keep so it in a binder? Do you? Like, I keep it in a box. Okay. I keep everything in a box. And all my like relationship stuff is in a separate box, like first date and really the napkin that she wiped her mouth with. I'm kidding. Whoa. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's that's nasty. scary. <laughs> yo, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't. Yo, do I was about to say, yo, <laughs> that's hilarious. Who though. are you? I don't know this. Concern. No, 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 no. But I have saved like. There was this kid I used to have a crush on, and I saved like a paper that was ripped off from his notebook I, a long time ago. I've heard people saving love letters. Like, yeah. How, how would you feel if your partner, <laughs> your partner is saving somebody else's love letter, even if. The <laughs> Damn. Um, I, I, I just thought of that. Like, well, just talking about, about that. Like, how would you feel? I was going to say something, but you know what? I share a lot on this podcast, and I'm going to choose to not share this piece of information. But I'll say I'll, I'll save it for the Patreon. We don't have a Patreon. I'm just making shit up. But I'll save it for off air. But um, it depends. Like, I think that's... I mean? uh, that's well, alongside, you know, you know um, I forgot where. It, I think it was a post that went viral on Twitter. It was like, what would you do if your girlfriend's ex-husband... Or ex-wife's partner died and they went and Yeah, like the whole Jada Pickett and Will Smith Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, how would you feel in that, like, scenario? 
I I mean, I think it depends on the relationship you have with your partner. Like, did they talk about this person before? Did you know how special this person was to them? How long ago were they dating? Do they still, do they feel like, oh, if if they weren't dead, I would still be with them? Then we would have to have a discussion. But if you're crying because... You love this person once, of, then of sure, course, that's okay. But, but you can't be like sapping know, around the house. You, you, know you can't how. do that. You have to leave. I, I'm sorry that I kind of chuckled at that. But I'm just thinking because in a way, like we would all say just to be like very, very honest in thing. Like we're not really honest. Sometimes we don't want to hear that. Hear what? You know, like things like that, like. You know, like if, for example, you're dating somebody and you see that they have a love letter from someone back in the day. And I don't think I would be mad if it was like a high school sweetheart, something like that moment was special to them. They're cherishing that time in their life. I don't think that's terrible. But now I, if I don't I don't think neither. But in the moment when you find out, oh, let's moment, say, for example, yeah, I'm hauling ass. <laughs> I'm going to be very upset. I'm also very jealous. But that's what I'm saying at what point, like, let's say, for example, you was with your partner. Now I'm making up scenarios to just try to jam you. <laughs> jam, yo, how old are you? <laughs> try to you jam remember, you up. You remember when you was a kid and you'd be like, oh, but what if this happens and mm-hmm. this happens? Just now I'm sure doing that to you. Okay. So um, if you're with your partner 10 years, you find this box that you never seen in the house Anywhere. So they were hiding it. Sneaky. They were hiding it. And you find all these love letters. Now, let, let's, let's throw a little mix in there. It's not just one love letter. It's the love of their life. Or you see one of them letters that in high school you were right back and forth. Mm. And, you know, this is, well, maybe this is everybody having a phone yeah definitely. But back then we, we had used to, to have notes have notes mm-hmm. pass the note you know and we would save that paper yeah what if you f- stumble into one of those and it's like a book and i'm gonna read conversations. it i'm gonna read all of them i need to know what was so special about these conversations that you saved them and then I have to go outside, take a breather, punch the air a little bit, <laughs> go for a drive but before I, I go see, crazy. That's, that's what I'm looking for, the honesty and the truth. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people would, would say, nah, I'll let that slide. But at the moment, depends. at the moment, you're not going to let nah, it No, at the moment, you're going to spaz out. You know I'm saying you're going to spaz. You're going to be like, what the fuck? The, Why are you saving these fucking letters? Who is this? Dodge? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. We come to a point in life where people aren't honest about how they feel about things. Yeah, because nobody wants to look Maybe stupid. I'm just going overboard. It was just, just kind of like something that popped in my head. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned true. We was talking about love letters, and it just popped in my head, but... You know what I mean? You never think about that. It's just I always thought. think about, like, what would I do? How would I want the person to react if I was the one who had the letters? I would want them to be understanding. But, like, I don't know. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Like, why are you saying, oh, I don't know. Like, you're, how special is memory, this person to you? A memory hoarder. Maybe it's just that. You want to keep the memory. That's all. Yeah. But also, you could raise the question. 
But that's an ex. Why would you want to keep the? Memories? I think it depends. So, like, if this, uh, I'm gonna be such a hypocrite saying this. I gotta be careful. But you, don't, 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 don't get any deeper into this because I'm just bringing <laughs> you got up me the, thinking. I'm, all right, let's do something. How about? Yeah, the I listeners. have a no because I have an example. I okay. have okay. a watch from an ex, but mm. this ex was very shitty to me. So I've been questioning, like, why you want to keep that if things didn't even end well? I'm like, but this is a nice ass watch. I'm not even looking at it as a gift. Oh, I'm saving it so dear to me because this person gave it to me. No, I'm because I don't want to spend $300 on another watch. If it was the opposite way, it'd be the same. No. You know it's funny you that you that, say that. That's that's where I'm getting. It's hypocrite. We're hypocrites. It's like you know where is the point that we see the true us? We don't. Some people never do. You know, and that's the scary part. You know what's crazy? Because Kia had a necklace when I first met her, and I just kept thinking like, wow, that's a really nice necklace. But like, why do you have that? And I was like, oh, that's a nice necklace. Who gave you that? Sean V nosy like smooth it in. She was like, oh, I bought it myself. And I was like. It was a necklace with no charm on I'm like what happened to the charm Like why would you buy a necklace with no charm I immediately thought like oh next probably bought it It probably had like their name on it So she got rid of the charm and kept the chain only My man, my mind went somewhere else So I ended up buying her a necklace And she got rid of that one Just in case Interesting. Because she could have been lying I'm not calling her a liar but people lie So You're right. that's how you solve it Replace it you so like can letters. You, can you re- I'm going to write you letters every can week. Can you replace that? A necklace? No, like a letter. No, Something you can't. that you're keeping in a box for X amount of time. You can't. You can't replace those memories. Those memories are dear to people. So you can't blame them, but. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm also not. I need to know to, where if you to, have contact with this person still. If you correct. don't and it's just a memory, then cool. We could live with that. It's just a random thought that popped in my head because, you know, it's it's a true question. Like It happens to a lot of people. Like how do you react to a moment like that? You, you think before you do anything stupid. It's just true. Or just throw away the letters and see how they react if you really want to be evil. But that, you see, that's a dub, double-edged sword right there. Ugh. Then you're, you'll you're see how... Up because, then you'll see what it really means. Because meant. you're like... I don't want you to have these letters. Burn it. What are they going to do? Bring it up to you? It's a secret. They don't know that you found it. Mm. They're going to be crazy looking for it. You see, that's even scary. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to be like in the closet, taking everything out. And you're like, what are you looking for? What happened? Oh, nothing. What if she calls it the magic box? The magic box. Yeah, and it magically disappeared. Bye letters. <laughs> I'm here one and killer. only love. You're a serial killer. Ah, uh, <laughs> listen. <laughs> Sometimes you have to do what you Yo. have to do. What are you gonna do? Break up with them over some letters? <laughs> you would, might, but they might be that special to that person. But I'm special. But the letters were more. Special okay, and I'll write you some. I was harboring for X amount of time. That's yeah, I don't know. The deeper we talk about it, the more I get pissed off actually. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it anymore. I bet you the listeners are like, what the fuck? They're probably like Christina's a psycho, but if you listen to this episode, you already have gathered that through other things that I've said. And it's okay. I'm not perfect. And nor I am mean, I nor trying am to I, be, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I'm very um broken. Let's say that. That's a nicer word. Well, <laughs> Yo, that sounded Why do you look so scared? Because that, that pause, it was airy. Not even like sounds. It was like, like, <laughs> just like rad, rattling in bushes. <laughs> oh, you know, he called me a, <laughs> a psycho. Just driving now, like. You hear the distant horn. Why distant? Because it's never too close, but it's always behind you. See? So you fool. <laughs> You're foolish, yo. <laughs> Have you been watching you? That show on Netflix? No. I haven't watched it either. No. It's just, you know, I'm still in the Halloween spirit. Yeah, we got a pumpkin right here. But pumpkin is technically fall, so it's okay. And it's a yellow one. For when is it okay to have pumpkin spice? <clears throat> as soon I'm pretty as sure um, we got a few family members that love pumpkin. Spice. Yeah, for no reason. Like pumpkin cereal, pumpkin coffee, pumpkin candle. First of all, the hey. pumpkin smell makes me like gives me like a stomach. Ache. I actually like it. The smell? Yes, I'm not crazy. For You're a hype beast. That's why. No, 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 no. Like I actually like the. Pumpkin you play uh, first of the month on every first of the oh, month. Oh, so now we're going to go here. <laughs> now you this like pumpkin. What, gonna, what else? I do like pumpkin. The smell. The smell, yes. And the flavor. Uh, not so much. Pumpkin pie? No. Pumpkin cookies? Yes. Pumpkin cereal? Nah. Pumpkin coffee? Maybe a dash? <laughs> not a dash. Pumpkin. <laughs> a dash get you in a jam? You're yeah, I mean, old just today. Just to spice it up a little bit. Pumpkin spice? The spice, yeah, I can do the spice. Pumpkin spice is good. I'll eat pumpkin pie, but I don't like the smell at all. But I think there was a year, I don't know if this is true, there was a year that pumpkins were, there was too many pumpkins. They overproduced and there was like a massive amount of pumpkins. This was like four or five years ago. I don't know if I made that up, but I feel like I remember I know that. one of the biggest uh, pumpkins I think was grown here in Rhode Island, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I, I see it on the news. I don't know, but I know what you're talking about. I remember people talking about that. It was like a big story. Biggest pumpkin. Let's see what Google tells us. Biggest pumpkin ever. A pumpkin weighing 2,702 pounds was grown by Stefano Cotrubi in Italy. Maybe. Sure. I was wrong. But whatever. Anyways, uh, pumpkin is very popular here in the East Coast, in the North side of things so i don't know how it is in the rest of the country because you know like florida don't grow pumpkins they can't it's too tropical so it has to grow in a certain temperature yeah it only grows in this temperature in full temperature it doesn't grow in the summer if you notice after a while you will as soon as you take it off the plant it's dead like a flower when you pull it off the ground it's dead so you'll see like if you hold a pumpkin for too long it starts getting like soft and soggy so and if you keep it in, depending on what weather you keep it in, it goes bad. So you got to keep it like room temp. Like there's a, I'm, a, I'm learning something a science. Yeah. Pumpkin is a, it's a vegetable. So you got to keep it, you know, different stuff grows in different times of the year. Like you can't grow sunflowers in certain uh, temperature. Like I might be wrong, but I think it has to be like in the midst of like warm and cool weather. That's why you notice it always comes later in like August, September. Mm-hmm. Because it takes mad long for it to grow. That's another thing, too. Like, people 
They probably plant the pumpkins. See, those are things I never think of. I thought you had a green thumb. I do, but I never thought You don't know that. shit about plants. But I do have a green thumb. That doesn't mean that I don't. <laughs> a green thumb is just your your hands are good for it. I never seen you grow a plant. I grew a lot of plants. When? <laughs> uh, not too long ago. Yeah, it is interesting. But yeah, this is not a plant podcast. So let's move forward. I know that a lot of things has happened in the news with COVID and the president and boozy little Nas X and just a lot of stuff. And really a lot of stuff that I'm kind of not interested in. But I did find some stuff for uh, pop culture that is interesting. In our newsroom. So welcome to the pop culture segment. The uh what is it called? <laughs> what are we doing? What do we call this again? Culture shock. Oof. Where we talk about what's popping in culture to spark conversation. So Cal Penn makes his sexuality public for the first time. Cal Penn, who is more famous for his role in the TV series House and also known from the movie Harold and Coomer Go to White Castle, he tells the people he is gay and getting married as he revealed in his new book. And then, of course, the excerpt went uh, viral all over the place. He kept his relationship private with a man named Josh. They met when Cal Penn was working and living in D.C. Did you know that he worked for Obama? I did not know that until I looked this up. They have been together for 11 years. So what we have here is the epitome of I want to make sure they're the one. Because, damn, that's a long time to come out. Um, So I want to... Good for him. Yeah. I want to start out by saying I'm glad that he let it be known because I don't think that if you're getting married you would want to keep it a secret you would like want to share that joy with people because it's supposed to be a joyous a joyous time um i don't care too much about cow pen but what i do find interesting is that they waited 11 years to be public i don't know if it's because of privacy shame or fear but my thing is like why now why did you wait 11 years now and then i said to myself self is this a book rollout Sure enough, went to his so Instagram. You're, you're saying it's a rollout. It's a rollout. I went to his Instagram. I saw a post of him thanking everyone for all the love and then sharing some names of the people in Hollywood who got the book early. Coincidentally, those same names have blurbs on the same post and on the back of the book. So this is definitely probably the first book rollout that we're seeing using um, sexuality since Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin also did it back in. Ooh, I think that was like 2003. 2000. Was it? No. It couldn't have been that. It was like 2003, 2004 maybe. And he did it with his autobiography where he finally told everybody what we already knew. I mean, but was it a secret? That's what I'm saying. We like when you were shaking those hips and she banged like. Granted, he's Puerto Rican. No, you can't say that because someone dances a certain way. You knew that. Why don't you shake your hips? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I, I would like. pay to see that. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. That's gonna be on the Patreon too. Ruben shaking his hips. Hey. I actually have a video of you. <laughs> Yo, that's funny because you know what I'm talking about. 
I think I know what you're talking about. I think that video is out as promo. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> Yo, that was we use that for Sparkle promo. I don't know. Everyone going crazy. You say you were gonna be a stripper. I don't know if they're ready though. I'm gonna leak it. Uh so <laughs> oh, that, you see, that's how your people steal you. People, I, mean, I got no shame in my game. Let me finish the story. People were shocked that he was gay, and um, because he doesn't look gay. So I'm glad that this is the type of person that's coming out the closet because we're seeing that gay men come in the plethora of forms, and that he's not the stereotype that pops up in people's heads. So the question I want to ask you, bands, is. What's the first character trait you would say is a stereotype for a gay man? Like, what do guys affiliate or associate as a gay trait? I don't know. All right. Are you so, trying to be PC? So maybe, like, they get a little... I don't know if flamboyant is the right Flamboyant is the correct word, yeah. Is that the right word? Because mm-hmm. I don't want to use something to offend anybody. No, yeah. You know, I just think, like, some guys go from their regular selves to, like... Hey! Like, you know what I mean? It's, like you, you know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, you could just and, say flamboyant, and, and, and I don't want to say it in a certain way where I'm like hurting anybody's feelings or anything. No, there's anything, gay men who are very flamboyant. That's a fact. Know, like I don't. That's usually something that you can tell on a guy if he's gay or not. Yeah, but then you look at somebody like Cal Penn, where you don't. There's no indicator. He has no like gay traits. The stereotypical gay trait. He's not flamboyant. He doesn't dress a certain way. He's not like stylish. He's just like a regular dude. And his actually his fiance, which is crazy because you come out and it's not like it's a new boyfriend. This is like this is been your dude for a very I'm long pretty time. Sure, there's men. Uh, well, I can't speak for the gay men, but I'm pretty sure there's men that don't like flamboyant men and opposite. You know yeah, but mean? look at them. They're both like just they're like homies. Yeah, they're bros. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're bros that kick it hey, and do things and love them. each other. You know. So yeah, congratulations to Kel Penn I, for I, I I always say if if it's um <laughs> if it's all about love, be in love. I'm happy for you. Yeah, I'm happy for him too. And I hope this doesn't you know, I hope this doesn't ruin anything for him because you know, people like to be homophobic and Talk shit and maybe keep him from different roles and I stuff mean, like that. I, so. I think that's whack. Like if of you're course homo- it is. homophobic, you're whack because you're one thing that most men follow is like never look at any any other man's paper. I mean, also don't look at another man's sex life. Right. Like, like why are you so invested? That's like boozy. I didn't. I wasn't gonna talk about the boozy thing, but since we are talking about homophobia, we might as well. So obviously, uh, little boozy has an issue with little Nas X being so open with his sexuality, which blows my mind because men have been doing this in um, as straight men. They've been doing this since the beginning of hip hop, just being overly sexual. Remember mm-hmm. BT Uncut? Yeah, that shit was crazy. I, mean, I used to stay up late to just watch. Uh, we BT all did. Uncut. We all did, but. Yeah, so Boozy has a problem with Little Nas. Out of all the gays I, to pick honestly, on, he picks on him. I think it's just Little Nas X because he comes off as a little punk. No, I don't think so. I think I, it's just. I think that's what it is. I think Boozy's just uncomfortable. Boozy has a problem, but why? Little Nas X has has he made any advances? I don't know. You know, in in the hood, 
if we're being hood people, you know what I mean? In the hood, if some dude in the hood is gay and he doesn't advance onto you, why is it your business to attack him? Any anyway, whether it's verbally <coughs> or even call him out of his name. I don't know what his problem you, is. You but get what I'm saying? Like yeah, you're, you're looking for something. It's none of your business. You know, now now just let him be. Now if it was the opposite way, you know, and he came on to him, I understand why he could be with that aggression. Why he could be offended, yeah. You know what I mean? But if you ain't been touched, if you ain't like, you know what I mean, why are you so bothered? I don't know why he's so bothered. I I can't find the tweet. I don't understand. Like that's one thing I don't under understand about certain men. Like you're 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 bothered because another man likes men. That means there's more. Like if anything, that means there's more women in the sea. <laughs> no, like real talk. If we're talking on a you know like like a more surface level, uh, you know what I mean. There's more for you. Why are you complaining? I don't know, but I I cannot find the tweet that I think it was Friday that it happened. So, uh, little Nas X, you know, he's like the father of trolling. I, I see what he said. He said something about he said him. um hopes he, no he, no because little Nas X first tweeted that he's making a song with little Boozy and little Boozy took offense to it and told him he he told he first of all he called him the f I don't want to say it because it makes me uncomfortable but he calls him the f word. Put two and two together You know what that What I'm referring to I definitely to. know What he said <clears throat> And then he told him To go keep kissing guys And keep getting uh, It's so vulgar Keep get Keep getting Up the booty right I, uh, It's just So you nasty see, And like It just like, felt mad violent And then hold on And then he tells him to Then he says Oh I know you hate yourself If I were you I'd hate myself too You should go kill yourself Cause nobody wants you here, which is like see, so fucked up and so untrue. Like mad people like him. But you first see of when, all, when Boozy was sitting in front of Mike Tyson, he didn't have that energy. That's what I'm saying. You have different energy, <laughs> energy for different people. He's confusing if, though. It's if, contradicting. If you're a real dude, if you're a real ass, whatever, you have the same energy for everybody, whether it's Mike Tyson or Lil Nas X. Well, he wouldn't have that energy with Mike Tyson anyway because he doesn't have anything against Mike Tyson. But, but Put Mike him in Tyson a room with Lil Nas X. Now no, let's see what no, happens. No, but Mike Tyson pressed him. Pressed him <coughs> mm-hmm, I know. Because of I the saw fact it. that Mike Tyson's daughter is... Is gay. Is yeah. gay. You know, so he was like, yo, if you got a problem, you know, just say it. And Basically. he asked him, are you gay? Exactly. <laughs> And yeah, Boozy, you know, tucked his tail. He tucked I his mean, tail. At this point, my my point is like, yo, if you're not willing to say to Mike Tyson something like that to Mike Tyson, stop tweeting about Lil Nas X. Because now, if let's say let's say your boy Lil Nas X has some hands for you and meets you somewhere, now now mm. who's the aggressor? You know what I'm saying? Like you, I'm tired of people treating people like like they over. Like no, we we all the same. Yeah, Your like energy's can, above. Can like get he met, can't. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know. It's weird. I think it's. I actually kind of feel bad for him. Like he's mad tormented by this, and little Nasex is just living his best life. <laughs> so, like it just goes to show. Like I don't understand. Western ear on. This young kid. He's so... He's probably half your age. Disturbed. And my thing is, like, I'm on his Twitter page right now. 
And there's nothing inappropriate about like his photo shoot. I mean, also I'm a woman, so I don't feel uncomfortable by this stuff. But like, he's just a regular dude. Like, I don't understand what the problem is because he kissed people on stage and because he talks about his gay experiences. Like, that's his life. That's his truth. And I think that Boozy should just be ignored. Like, just stop giving him attention. Because what he's doing is, is inappropriate, it's immature, but, and at the same time, Little Nas X is like what nineteen, twenty years well, old. H- however, I do think that Boozy should be able to voice his opinion. I don't think. Yeah, it's but right. who asked you? Sometimes you could just shut up about things. And you don't have to I'm share. Saying, like you see, like you you can talk, but if energy meets your energy, is it going to be the same energy? I don't agree with I'm that saying, whole, oh, I, you could voice your opinion. You could, um, you know, have an opinion. You shouldn't be censoring people, though. Y- you could talk about those things amongst people. You don't have to speak about it publicly. That's the thing that pisses me off it's about clout. social media. It's people, clout. I know, but people feel like um, they, they got to always share their opinions. You don't have to share shit publicly. You could feel how you feel, hate little Nas X, but you don't have to talk about it on social media. That's what do you I'm gain saying, from like, that? Why are you so bothered? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can be bothered, is my point. Just, you don't have to be hateful about it. Like, just leave that shit out of here. Like, just keep it to yourself. I don't know. That's weird to me. But I'm also, I've learned that over the years. Like, I don't have to have an opinion about everything on social media. I don't have to address anything on social media. Things that I choose to address on social media are intentional. And most of the time, it's not the hate is not the intent behind it. So, Boozy maybe should go see a therapist and talk about why this young man bothers him so much, why he gets under his skin, and he's just living his life. Ignore him, block him. You can block all little Nas X things off your stuff if you wanted to. It's true. It's just unnecessary. I just think like I am wasting my time on somebody that's trying to troll me. Yeah. I don't understand. And, and I'm not going to work, work myself up to the point that I'm, I'm spazzing out like Boozy. Yeah. And I didn't even want to talk about Boozy because I don't care for him. And that's what you should do. When you don't care about somebody, you don't speak of them. That's it. Period. They're non-existent. But moving forward, uh, it's been about two weeks since Alec Baldwin shot Helena Hutchins. On the set of a film, Alec Baldwin shoots prop gun and kills helena hutchins 42 the cinematographer and injures director joel suta suta salta it's been said that alec baldwin was seen in a panic while on the phone and has reached out to hutchinson is it hutchins or hutchinson hutchins husband the prop gun specialists have spoken out there's been plenty on cnn and one of them put emphasis on the fact that situations like this should never happen um, Ava DuVernay was also on The Breakfast Club And talked about how she used a prop, gun, a prop gun once And she was like, there's alternatives You can use a fake gun You don't have to use a real gun But that there should be precautions Like, there's vigorous, uh, rigorous steps To make sure that these guns are safe And this one expert, he did say that the gun is real They actually use real guns but they use uh, dummy bullets, they call them. Yeah. And they should go through inspection from the person that brought it, another person, and then the actors. Which was weird when I heard that. I'm like, how are you going to show an actor 
something like not every actor knows about guns so like how would they know the difference you know they should have experts to do that and another specialist said that the prop guns are dangerous and contain 25 to 50 percent of gunpowder he said there has to be safety distances there should be 25 to 50 feet uh from you to the person getting shot in the scene and also he said that there's like camera trick that they shouldn't be standing directly in front of each other. It's kind of like, like then the camera, like you move over and the person moves over and then the camera kind of like tricks you into thinking that they're in front of each other, but they're not. And then he also said that, um, clearly there was not enough precautions taken on this set because this should not happen. So Baldwin has since, then been followed and harassed by paparazzi there's a video on tmz where baldwin has his camera out while he's being asked questions and he answers questions about um hutchins husband and safety with guns on set and maybe changing the ways that hollywood does scenes like this and he seems stressed out and he mentioned his kids crying in the car so i mean obviously it's tragic like it's unfortunate and um things like this ha- just happen they don't no no i'm I'm not trying to make it seem like you know because they do happen there's a no they don't of accidents that happen no everywhere. it's r- literally very rare in america i'm not talking about out but of the it, country but, but what i'm saying is it still happens no it doesn't it's not supposed to literally they just like all the experts were saying this should not happen this is not supposed to happen. This is not an accident. This is, um, what is it, it called? It has happened. That's how Bruce the Lee's last, son Yeah, died. that was mad long ago. But it, and many people have used prop guns after that. And I'm not saying that. No, nah, this doesn't happen. It shouldn't happen. And if that's the case, why are you using prop guns? Use a fake gun, sir. They got to understand. What's the big deal Dramatic of using effects, a fake gun? There's many reasons. Okay, and there are special use. effects for that. Like... I don't know. This story is dumb because there's so much technology and movies get these big Mm. budgets to make sure that things look the way they should look. Why can't you just use special effects to make the gun look real? To make the scene look real. Real like effect in it. But but if it happens, why would you do that? Like that's what I'm saying. These things do not happen. It's like one in a million chance for this to happen. I've been on a set that we used a prop gun and, you know, normally it doesn't shoot out the way it, you know, possibly shot out this in this situation. I don't think you use the prop gun then because you need experts for that. Like you use the fake gun. No, it's definitely a prop gun. How do you get a hold of that? Um, You can't just buy it. Go to the prop store and they show you how to use it. Let me see. Let me see if you could buy a prop gun on Amazon. For sure. Yeah, no, these are all fake guns. These are not Airsoft real guns. Powered. Yeah, but Airsoft, this is not the same ones that Hollywood uses. It's not the same thing. Like, no, the one I used was like a real gun. Yeah, it's like a real the, gun, the but not bang, a real gun. Everything. But prop guns used on set are real guns. That's the thing. They're real guns, not a prop gun, not like a fake gun that looks like a real gun. No, no. They use real guns. 
and I'm telling you what I used. It was a real gun. It was just for movies. No, I don't know. I feel bad for Alec Baldwin. I feel bad for this cinematographer who lost her life by accident, by the hands of irresponsible people. This is just another case of Hollywood not giving a fuck about people and the people they work for. Everything is about money. It's always been about money. And I hope that after this, people learn we don't have to use real guns. We could just use fake guns. It's not it's not that deep. Like it just if you're a good actor, you can still portray this scene. Like I don't understand the purpose of having a real gun on set. And I don't understand how you mistakenly put a a live bullet in there. I don't get it. Like that just how do you mistake that? Like this should be you should be I, so careful. This is like life we're talking about. We're not talking about an injury. We're talking about like death. Life or death. This should have not happened. This is unacceptable. And um, those people should be fired. And they shouldn't be hired to deal with this kind of stuff. Because clearly they don't know what they're doing. They should have been safer. There's like life on the line. Life you cannot get back. So I feel bad. A lot of people are talking about... Alec Baldwin should go to jail and he should get charged. And like, while, you know, I'm no judge and I know, I don't know anything about laws, but, um, I feel bad for him. I don't think he was at fault, but then again, I don't know. Allegedly. Right. We don't know. But that's the thing. The situation is so, so many parts to have to do with this. It's not just, it's not, it's not It's literally the, the experts. It goes all the way to the, like find who's the root. The, they found start. the root already. His name is David Cal. David Cole. Dave Cole. Um, let me see. I don't. Uh, who cares? He's not important. But the prop gun guy who was on set, they already have him, and he's under invest- investigation. And Alec Baldwin is also under under investigation because every expert has said it. This should not have happened. This is not supposed to happen. There should not been a real bullet on that in that gun. Period. A live bullet. It should have never happened. Like, how do you... They should not be anywhere on set. If you're not using them, why do you have them on you? It doesn't make sense to me. You should have a bag full of dummy bullets. Not a, not a bag of dummy bullets and then real bullets. Because you're not ever using these real bullets. So how did these real bullets even get on set? It's weird. I don't like it. It's uncomfortable for me. And... It just reminds me of how fucked up things are and how people just do anything for a check. Like they showed up for a job, they getting paid, they don't give a fuck. And now someone's dead off off of that. Just that one simple step. They could have just, oh, let me check the gun one more time. Double, triple, quadruple check. But then again. It, it definitely is poor so handling. Weird. But like I said, it's just so many parts taken. It's a wild time. Taking action where it's like way down the line. This happened. It's kind of, I don't know, it's weird. To pinpoint it, it's going to be hard. No, it's not. They already found it and they have already established it. There's nobody to pinpoint. The only people responsible for this gun is the people, the person that shot it and the person that brought it on set. The prop gun company who was supposed to be the experts to handle this gun. That's it. For sure. There's no, there's nowhere deeper to look. It's the, the proof is right there. It's all right there. This is not like a hard case. Uh, will we know how to handle this? Or the judge is, you know, 
will the judge know how to handle this situation because it's an accidental murder or killing? I don't know. That's for them to distinguish. But, I mean, this is clear cut. The experts have spoken. Directors in other movies have spoken. And unfortunately, it is what it is. And so my prayers and, and respect goes out to this lady who I know nothing about, but I could just imagine what her husband is going through. Like your wife goes to work and never comes back home. Like that's crazy over something that should have never happened. So good luck to them. And I hope that uh, Hollywood doesn't make this stupid ass mistake again. Moving forward to a nasty story. I don't know if you've seen this video. Let me see if I no, can I pull it up. You seen it? So there's a Popeyes in DC that is shut down indefinitely after a man who delivers the chicken to this specific Popeyes records himself going into the Popeyes and then turning on the lights in the kitchen and you see like big ass sewer rats climbing through the walls and climbing through the pipes and ugh, and it was nasty and that video went viral so fast and now that place is closed as it should be and they should they should really be inspecting every fast food all across america literally every restaurant because obviously rats will go to where the food is at maybe that means that there is not because also how many inspectors does a certain area have? Some people often, pay for inspections. How often is these pla- are these places mm-hmm. being inspected? In the building, too. Like, what? there's got to be, like, holes in the building or something. Like, how are they getting in? Ugh, that's nasty. Oh, I mean, and it speaks to the sanitation, too. Like, y'all are being dirty enough to where the rats are finding where the food is at. Like, they should just be at the garbage. I mean, those rats were teaming up that was a team effort it was a it was a gang of rats i was like yo you you bring some of that some of that um chicken up here we we run the chicken up like it looked like a like a well-oiled machine in there it was a mission definitely i mean rats are they was pulling off smart ice they were what they was doing a, a chicken heist. A chicken heist. <laughs> Get all the chicken. They were like passing it to each other. He's coming. He's coming. He's at the door. <laughs> like that's you know funny. I mean? like, that's nasty. Like, it just looked like a operation that was going well. Yeah, they do it all the time. Every day they steal Every chicken. Night. Oh my god, that's so nasty. But my question to you is: What does it take for you to throw away your food? Or lose your appetite. Like, if you find hair in your food, does that make you lose your appetite? Um, Not really. Me either. Is that nasty? I don't know. Some people, people are like, People ew. might say, yeah, ew, but... I'm like, it's but what if it's my moment? hair? Like, what if the food's bomb? Sometimes you're willing Facts. to be like, damn, fuck. Just take the hair out. If you already ate the germ. Like, yeah, it's yeah. already in your food. But A like, bug. Throwing away. Me too. That's where I. That's my. And, and don't get me wrong. I've ate bugs, like on in snack. your food. No, like oh, oh yeah, yeah. I ate bugs. I ate crickets. I. Ate, that's different though. I ate something that looked like a fucking roach. That's different though. That's not like you go into like, I don't know. God it's forbid, truth, and then you find like a roach in your food, and then you like you feel it in your mouth. You're like the crunch. Not even. It's just I don't know. Like. That happened to me. I'm not going to disclose what restaurant. I know. 
Let's leave it that there. Why? I know exactly what you're talking about. I had a hot chocolate with a hot bug in it. Oh. And I was drinking it and I was like, and it wasn't crunchy. It was like, and I'm like, no. I'm trying to think about it. ruined my whole day. I couldn't eat the whole day. Like, I just. I believe it. I'm done with this. um, There was another place that where my friend went to eat and then we're eating. No, we're not eating yet. We're waiting for our food. Mm Mm-hmm. And there was a bug in his drink. Like, hey, guys, yes, let yes. me join the but conversation. What kind of bug was it? Because it depends. It was, you know, roach. Okay. Well, that's nasty. Because I'm saying because a fly, like, I understand. It was it was a fresh roach, too, because it was still swimming. Not a fresh roach. Like, it was like, <laughs> like you What's see the opposite the of a fresh roach? <laughs> Dead roach. It was, like, live. Oh, like, it just like got it in. just got oh. in, the, in the drink. Ooh. That's nasty. I'm itchy. Because you seen it like, like you know, like it was still like kicking in the mm, drink. Please stop. My boy was That's like, nasty. <laughs> my boy, I was, I was looking at the drink. I was looking at the drink and um, like, oh, you got something in your drink? Is that? And he's like, yo, it's a roach. And this is some people's favorite restaurant. Mm, yeah, that restaurant has had a lot of people trying to shut it down, and nobody stops going there. People mm. continue to eat. I. Continue to eat there. I have not been there since. Probably since. You're lying. And not by choices because I don't eat meat. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I have no business eating there. I don't know. It's it's weird, right? Because like, if you think about it, all public places are nasty. It your food is at exactly. the hands of someone, someone else. else. Yeah, like you don't or know what, what they're doing. You don't know what they did before they even. They got could there. scratch their ass, pick their nose. I mean, that's where sneeze, cough. But this is how much trust we put in other people's hands. I don't even think it's trust. I just think we just don't care deep enough about it. Like I gotta eat that deep. Like you know what I mean? It can be. We'll be at Dunkin' tomorrow, ordering a hot chocolate. That's what I'm saying. Or a pumpkin spice. You know, Betty washed her hands Uh, before she served you that pumpkin spice. Iced tea, pumpkin spice, iced tea. Yeah, iced tea. I mean, she could have been. She could have slipped a little of her cocaine, dropped it, picked it, took it out, you'll or her have, crack. You'll, you'll have crack a lot rock. of people coming back to Dunkin'. No wonder America <laughs> runs on Dunkin'. <laughs> They're slipping cocaine in our drinks. No, but dead ass, we do put like, a put a two milligrams. We put we need to a make lot of trust back. into public food. We eat. For, we don't know sure. what these places look like. What they do in the kitchen. Like, all those shiny food spots, them spots are dirty. But I have a theory. The dirtier the Chinese food spot, the better it tastes. So you're willing to forgive the food. Nah, but I don't eat Chinese food as often as I used to. I don't either. It gives me the shits every time. Literally, instant bubble guts. Literally. And, like, stinky farts for days to come. I don't want to know that. (laughs) I'm sorry, but it's my truth. I really don't. (laughs) Uh, there's a lot of smelly truth to yourself. (laughs) There's a lot of shit, no pun intended, that we shouldn't be eating, and we eat it anyway. Even processed food at the supermarket. So, but um, yeah, be careful where you eat at, people, and um, cook. Save your money. Like even if you don't eat at those places, you don't know where the food's getting packaged. That's what I'm saying. Like your your favorite um coffee that you make in your um. 
What if somebody's your, grinding your the, like stepping on them? That's how they manufacture. Like, like them. home dude did in the subways. <laughs> what? Oh, <laughs> put the deli on the toilet. He's dumb. Why would you record yourself? All that to get attention from Meek Mill. You know that. You know that it was, that it was for that. He was I, like, I, I just want to get signed. Honestly, by I just can't believe this guy's from Rhode Island. What? He's from Providence. <laughs> 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 He's getting the promo he wanted. Oh, you're lying. Look it up right now. Uh, <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't know he was from out here. That's embarrassing. I only, nah, know, on. I only know because the kids are hip. These kids are showing me these things. Working in Subway. He was like, I just want to be signed to Dream Chasers. Like, sir, signed to Dream Chasers. Like, you will never. Right here. It doesn't say where he's from, does it? Providence, Rhode Island. No. <clears throat> Subway customers are fuming online after a video of an employee mismanaging ingredients went viral. The employee recorded himself stepping on sandwich toppings, throwing bread and other ingredients on the ground, and putting food items, including ham and cheese, on a toilet seat. The toilet seat. After the video gained traction online, it was revealed that the sandwich artist, the sandwich artist, why do they call him that? The sandwich <laughs> bandit. Was exhausted with his job of putting subs together for a what, living. What did he be called? The sandwich abuse? <laughs> <laughs> You're stupid. His actions were first brought to attention by a Reddit user who posted a video of the employee stepping on the sandwich toppings. So this doesn't tell me his phone. The employee in question flashed his name badge before creating a mess with the ingredients. His name is Jumaine and can be found online through his social media, which we will not give out because we're not promoting foolery. Before flinging various ingredients across the fast food joint, the employee shouted, fuck Subway. But it doesn't say where he's from, though. He was definitely from Rhode Island. No, he's not. I know people that know him. You're lying. I'm not lying. I'm obviously I'm not gonna <clears throat> say his name on here. I mean, you already kind of did, but yeah, but nobody knows. Like, it's part of the article, so hey, it's public information. Literally, but he's a clown. Like, he's not going viral because he's good at music. Like, I mean, he got the attention he he wanted. He wanted attention. He but is it. his music good though? I don't know. We're I gonna have to check to it out after this. Cause now I'm curious. Like, if the music is whacking, I, you're doing I, this. You're foolish. But if the you're foolish either way, really. Now, now in his raps, if he's talking real raps, is he right? Is he? That's what I'm about saying. Is it justified? Subway patties on the floor, is scraping he, them. Right? Is he, is he subbing about, Subway? Uh, on is he? Is he going? He's really using that ham to go ham. <laughs> is he? <laughs> Or is, He's it, a clown. or is it just cheese? Oh man! Damn, that was kind of corny. Yeah, well, that's why I, had, I let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Is it just cheese, please? <laughs> please stop. He's not from here. That's a lie. Whoever told no, you that is a liar. He's definitely from out here. He's not though. Anyways, it's been a wild time. <laughs> For a very long time And people are fed up with their jobs And I understand rightfully so But like just quit Like why are you doing that That's but also, disgusting These companies can <laughs> definitely pay Their workers a lot better Yes of course But you don't have to do that That just shows you what kind of person you are And then you're putting the food back 
to serve to people. Like, so how long have I, you been I, doing I, this? I'd definitely be. That's nasty. Off, you know what I mean? Based on somebody you know, has to beat his ass. I mean, I, I know there's I, somebody I know right now that, that I didn't eat at the subway. Of course so not. But whoever saw that video and ate while his eating, hands, <laughs> <laughs> imagine. It's it's the kid that was really nice to you that day. Nah, he would have to get fucked up. I am so sorry. Like, wow, I remember that kid. He was such a nice kid. You can't do that. And then you hear, oh, he was putting your ham and cheese on. <laughs> that is sick. Uh, he was he was wiping the toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is hilarious? But lastly, I, I, ju- I just I'm sorry. I just think. It's not hilarious, but it's hilarious because of the fact that if you ate there, you got to process that. <laughs> yeah. And the processing That's of that is what's funny to me. Yeah. Just thinking, I couldn't imagine reaction. how I re- how I would react if I found out. I would wait for this him employment. outside. Like, you know what I mean? Like, how am I going to re- re- react? That's am I going to let it hell. roll off my shoulders or am I going to be outside Waiting. Waiting. You definitely. But lastly, the Smiths are in full transparency mode. Will Smith is releasing a docuseries called Best Shape of My Life. Another rollout. And there's a two-minute trailer out where Will Smith profoundly narrates where he is in life and um, where this 20 pounds and 20-week journey has led him. In the docuseries, Will reveals that he is writing a book and that he once considered suicide. Somehow, someway, the most private couple is now spilling all the tea. I've been a huge fan of Will Smith and Jada Pickett pretty much. Shut up. The rollout is right here, and it's not a secret. He's writing a book. Um, Will Smith and Jada Pickett pretty much, um, I've been fans of them my whole life, and I love their kids. So it's been fascinating to watch, like, the growth of this family, their dynamic, and then their individual journeys. Will Smith has been so candid and so open in public, which is the complete opposite of how he's been in the past. He's always been super private. And I know that he's talked about like dealing with the pressure of looking and being perfect. So I think what we're seeing now is just a evolve, an evolved version of Will Smith where he's now realizing like, oh shit, I'm really not this polished person. I really don't have this perfect relationship. My life is not perfect. And like, He's sharing that with us for some reason, which sure, because he's good at it. He's good at content. So I'm here for it. And I'm here for the inspiration, I guess, that this will lead to, because I feel like we can learn from this. And recently there was um, misleading headlines insinuating that Jada Pickett was talking bad about her sex life with Will. And she has confirmed that that's not true. But if you watch the Red Table Talk, you'll see that. It was completely out of context. Um, but the Smiths are out here living their truth and telling their truth. So, sure. Thanks for the entertainment, I guess. Do you think they're being too open? I mean, that's how comfortable they are, I guess. It's fine. He's coming out with a documentary talking about his life. So, I'm pretty sure he's at a level of comfort to be able to do that. I think it's you know? cool. I think... I think it teaches us a lot. Do I care about it? Not really. Okay. I'm definitely going to be tuning in. Am I tuning in? Not really. It looks really good. 
I'm in. I I just love the way Will Smith. I'll probably tune operates. in because of the fact that I will probably have to talk about it. You know what I mean? And it looks good somewhere down the line. I'm gonna play well, a clip of um the trailer here on YouTube. It's coming out on YouTube. Really difficult journeys. I'm writing my book, and it's like exposing my life and so many things that people don't know about me. That was the only time in my life that. I ever considered suicide. Now I'm about to show the world how little I know about myself. I don't want to do any of this. I'm finished with the best shape of my life. What you've come to understand as Will Smith, the alien annihilating MC, the bigger than life movie star, is largely a construction carefully crafted and honed character designed to protect myself, to hide myself from the world, to hide the coward. Damn. Yo, his you editor, know I'm always his, down for a good cry. His, his editor is a beast. Amazing. His editor is a beast. I mean, but he's also rich, so he can afford good editors. But I'm I'm looking forward to this. I'm excited for this. I love Will Smith. I love everything about him, despite what people say about him and Jada Pickett. And I still love Jada Pickett. And yeah, I love it. I'm here for it. Congratulations, Will, for living in your truth. That's what we all should be doing. And that's it. That's all I have for pop culture, for Culture Shock. All right, so let's get into my favorite part of the podcast where we... Ha- where we highlight what we we like to listen to or what we've been listening to. Pass me the aux. Mm. So today I'm passing the aux. I should pass it to myself, but you know, I want you to get the aux and give me your song. What have you been? Listening okay, to? I've been listening to a lot of R and B. Uh, recently, Lily Rain, who we had on the podcast earlier in the year, she released. The first single off her new project called One of One. Lily Rain, One of One, out now. Which also the video's out. Am I correct? It's not a video. It's a visualizer. That's what the kids are calling it. So it's like just something to vibe out to, I guess. It's not the official video. It's just a visual of her. It's a rotation. I don't know if you noticed, but it's like the same clips over and over again. But the song is really dope. If you like... If you like a like a vibey stoner love toxicity like talking shit, then you'll like this song. I recommend it. I, I give it a I give it five stars. It's been on repeat since since it came out. My pass me the aux is, I mean, I was gonna go with a different song by the same artist, but I'm gonna go with this song. It's called Embalao. It's Faruko. We all know that Faruko got. One of the hottest songs of the year. The hottest. He song. got two other hottest. Yes, songs. and they both sound the same. Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. Um. Um. El incomparado. I think that's mm-hmm. what's called. And, and Pepas. Pepas. Um, which, which is talking about popping pills. For sure. Crazy. And it's the biggest song. Yeah, I mean, but then again, Percocet, Molly, Percocet, same shit. For real. And this song's like a mix of both of those songs, but a whole different sound. This Not is, at all. This is a part three. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like a, it's more house. 
The other techno, one. No, like yeah. this goes. It's a direct sample of a house song. Oh, shit, I just broke my No, that's Incop, El Incop, um, Comprado, whatever the song is called. Um, But in Balao, it's like in between like a hip hop to techno song. Mm, I haven't heard it. So. Like it's very like fast paced. It's, it's a dope song. Okay. You know, and I, I just, you know, the other day I was listening to his album, La Uno Seis Siete. Um, the sure. one six seven, basically, that's a, a highway in Puerto Rico that connects certain cities with certain cities, and um, that's the name of his um album, and you know it's it's dope album. This guy is a beast. He's always been a great artist for for sure. But like, I think this project kind of like he gives you every version of Faruko. Mm-hmm. You know, from from the gangster songs to the party songs, from the party songs to the love songs, to the, you know, I got all my shit together songs to the sad songs. Yeah, I even got a side song yeah, on there. He's um, he's diverse. So I'm going to go with Embalao. Word. Okay. I think that's going to be the number three anthem. Interesting. I have not heard it, so I'm going to go check it out after this. DJs, if you're not playing it, I know you're going to play it soon, so start playing it now. Yo, DJs, you should be breaking the new songs. We shouldn't be talking about what we're playing. We should be hearing it outside. For sure. I need to hear Wale poke it out in a, in a party. That's a I banger. I have not heard it yet. I'm, come on, because they're playing the same shit. Switch it up. Be I, bold. I'm not going to front. I have heard the baby Keem so far. The Family Ties? Yeah. You heard that club. in the club? Yeah. Is that go, a club song? Yeah, actually. Top of the morning, pretty, top of the morning, top of the well, morning. Well, they don't play the that part. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard that part in the club. Okay. But, I mean, they should have played that uh, 9 a.m. banger. It would have made sense. Cause I don't know the names party. of the songs. No, I'm talking about the party I went to. I went to a party that was oh, at yeah, yeah, in yeah, the yeah. morning. I'm just saying, there's so many new songs that are out that don't get played in the club. I mean, I don't expect them to be on the radio, but at least in the club, they should be played. Like you said, the DJs aren't breaking the records. They're not breaking records. They're comfortable with the regular smugglers. And I'm starting to think, like, are you doing your research? Are you just going off of what you hear on TikTok, social media, and like, oh, this is hot, let me download it. Like, no, you should be digging through crates. You should be digging through your streaming platforms and, yo, this song is fire. But that's how you decipher this. The like, real from the, the real yeah. From the fake. Like that Capella Gray song. Mm-hmm. That was broken by a DJ. That I song mean, is fire. I learned about it through Farrell Jackson. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was his aux yeah, when he was like, here. I was like, he was like, yo, Capella Gray, that's going to be the biggest song of the of summer. Of the summer. And he and was right. I, I don't think Besides was, Essence, of course. Yeah, it's top. Songs though Yeah it's up there You know um, So yeah like you know That's how I learned About the song So you know DJs should really Be doing this Yeah they should They should But That's all that we have For episode 127 If you are not subscribed Subscribe Apple Google Podcasts Spotify Anchor Anywhere that you find podcasts You can find us You can follow me on Instagram At Christina Seth Underscore um, you can email me for bookings and at c seven nine one at gmail to host whatever you need. Uh, Baby showers, sure. weddings, bridal, community event, parties. I do it all. 
And she's damn good at it. Thank you. Um, And make sure you hit the like button up, up here on the YouTube. Ding. Subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes. And, you know, just... Tune in. We got a lot of stuff popping off. We've been, you know, bringing up artists. There's more artists that's going to be coming up soon. And, yeah, just just be hip with Spark Up. Be hip with Spark Up. From PVD to the world, this is the platform where um, we can get deep and also we could be foolish. So it's a good balance. Do that. We don't have to convince you. Just listen to the episode. Go back and listen to old episodes. Share with us your favorite episode, favorite moments. And if you have any topic suggestions, let us know. Slide in our DMs and uh, let's get it cracking. So you already know what it is. Your boy Bands alongside Christina. We have the Spark Up Podcast and that's a wrap. Later.